Today's episode of the Locked On Sabres podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name is Joe DiBiase. We're getting all the good stuff TV-wise 2021 and add the Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus to the list. Okay, I got a lot to talk about that. I'm Jordan Hanskin, by the way. I, I'm known from, <laughs> for this podcast. Uh, I, got, I watched that uh, entire trailer, and I got a lot to say. Okay, What's the message it, of this? And this is the, the last time. Real quick, real quick. This is the Lockdown Sabres podcast. We're going to talk a little World Juniors, and then I've got a Sabres trivia game for Jordan. Star Wars or Sabre? I've got a list of names. Are they Sabre draft picks, or are they Star Wars characters? This is because of two things. One, Greg Wyshynski ESPN's got a really fun names tournament going on right now for the best name in Sabres history. Plus... The show Kenobi is coming out next year, and Hayden Christensen is going to be returning as Darth Vader, who played Anakin Skywalker in the prequels. Also, Ewan McGregor is going to be playing Obi-Wan Kenobi, returning in that role as well. So kind of combo inspiration from those two things. I got that game coming. But then, yeah, I just saw this trailer. And am I wrong? Is Disney making the Mighty Ducks in the new series? Are they making them the bad guys? They are, yeah, and okay. So my, I have, a, I have a bone to pick with this. So the message is: any team or any like group of kids or anything that has any success is now bad. Why is that? Like, why are like they just turn inherently evil because they were they were, they became the winning team? Like, why can't they be winning group of nice kids? Like, <laughs> why did why do the kids always wow. have to be like? If you're good and you're talented at something, why why do you have to be like a monster? Well, like, Jordan, I, I, I get I get it's Disney and they like the underdogs have to win, like the the scrappy kids, right? Like, the kids, like I got a podcast body and it's like, haha, because he's not in well, shape. Like it's like every, I get it. Like I, I hate that too. But like every movie, every show, the underdogs always got to be the good guy, right? And yeah. if you're not going to if you're not going to um, create a new underdog, then you have to find a way to put that character or team back into the underdog role. Like I think of the Rocky movies for this. Rocky is the underdog in Rocky one and two. Then Rocky three begins, and like he is the champ of the world. He's beaten everybody. They had to find a way to make him the underdog again, so they had him lose early in that movie to then fight again later to come back from it. You know, like if they just had Rocky fight Clubber Lang, like, <laughs> and he had been winning for five years straight, it wouldn't have been as good. It's very similar to like, have you seen Creed two? I oh, I feel with like Drago have. and Drago's son. Yes, yeah, 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 I have. Yeah, like I was rooting for Drago's son literally the entire movie. <laughs> like, I like I was like this guy this guy lives was and, dirty like, guys getting yelled at by his dad all the time it's like just let the guy win like I, I I like legitimately felt bad for the Dragos the entire movie but I think that was the point is that like you're supposed to feel bad and like even Creed kind of felt bad for him yeah. but then Creed has to win because Creed has to win um, yeah um <laughs> so that, I, I can't believe they're making him the villain do you have anything else on it or is that the main thing yeah, no, I just, I just think like it, I just, I just get tired of like, like, oh, the Ducks are now the successful team, and they're literally the Hawks now. 
They're literally the Hawks. I got to cut you. You stink. It's like, okay, man, <laughs> like, cool, cool. Like anytime, like you're turning like the Ducks memory into this like horrible thing. Like Charlie Conway would never stand for that. And if I oh, find out God. that long haired dude that told the kid he's cut is Charlie Conway, I would lose it. I would lose that. <laughs> I would, I would never forgive because well, those are, those are iconic movies. Like, Oh yeah. Like that's what I liked about the first one is that banks was actually a good, he was a good kid. <laughs> like mm-hmm. he was just on the bad team and he's like, wait a minute. I, I don't want to be on the bad team. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to play hockey. His dad's like, no, you can't play if you're not on the Hawks. And he's like, no, I, I just want to play. Like I'll play on the bad team. I don't care. Yeah. Like, the, the, the bad, the good successful player doesn't have to be a jerk the whole time. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's I, my um, pick with mighty ducks. The I- series. I think we're gonna have to have Jordan do some uh, some recaps. He's gonna have to come up here, here on the podcast and recap these episodes. I will come um, through that show. And let's do it. We're gonna nitpick the entire thing. Stay tuned next year <laughs> when we inevitably are uh, talking about the Sabers selling at the trade deadline, whenever it will be, oh, and we'll no. be recapping Mighty Ducks episodes. <laughs> I can't do um, another off season of this. <laughs> uh we are uh, going to get to that game in a second let's talk about the world juniors real quick though we are quickly approaching just under two weeks away now from the opening of the tournament i'm getting pumped for it i think our all ta- or our uh, saber world cup is getting me a little pumped for it too just the international uh feel to it and also, I am just such a big fan of international hockey. It's very easy for me to go on a rant about professional hockey just robbing us of a decade of great international hockey. Um, but you do get it in the World Juniors each year, and I love it every year, especially when the U.S. is good. They are supposed to be good this season. I believe they are second in the odds to Canada. But from a Sabre point of view, this is a very notable World Juniors, and maybe it's the first time I can think of since it was here the first time in 2011 where you had prominent Sabre prospects on one of the top teams. Maybe you did have that actually with the U.S. Uh, when they played the outdoor game here in 2018, like Casey Middlestad was the best player on that American team. But 2011, which I was thinking of before, like that was kind of the coming out party for Marcus Foligno. He was playing on the top line with, I think, Zach Cassian as well. And they end up winning the gold medal because of Russia blowing it. Like it was a legendary world juniors tournament. You did have a little of that also with Sam Reinhardt centering team Canada's top line with Max Domi and Anthony Duclair, whatever that was five years ago now. And like that to me is something that I remember and remember being more interested in that tournament because of it. And now here is team Canada, maybe giving us another version of that for Sabre fans their top line yesterday in their scrimmage consisted of Dylan Cousins at center with Sabre first round pick Jack Quinn on the left wing. So you've got the last two Sabre first round picks on the same line at the top of Canada's roster. And then the right winger is Kirby Doc, who was the third overall pick last season by the Chicago Blackhawks, one of the very few players in this tournament that has played in the NHL. And he played every game for Chicago last season. Didn't, you know, didn't like the world on fire, but 23 points in 60 ish games. You know, he's got NHL experience. He should be because of that. One of the better, if not the best players at this tournament. And if that's going to be a line going into this thing, I think that is going to have my antenna raised even more. And I would bet that that effect happens for other Sabre fans as well. Would you say it would for you too? Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
does this change your opinion on Jack Hughes or Jack Quinn a little bit? Like, I if he plays well, you mean, or like just yeah. Well, I mean, obviously he's played well enough to be top line for Canada, which okay. is usually for elite, elite prospects and players. Like you usually get like that's where you get like Quentin Byfields and you get like Connor yep. McDavid's and you know Sam Reinhart was a huge prospect. Like this, we got this guy at eight. And he's uh, he's uh, you know playing on a line with cousins. Like we're kind of getting a look a look at the future. Like I'll be watching every Canada game if that's if that line sticks together. He definitely would be trending up to me because of that. I've been reading a lot about what's been going on at their camp, and he's been like a pleasant surprise. Like he showed he's up and scoring goals. Yeah, like he he has kind of come on in their camp, and we'll see if that does translate to the tournament. If that's the line he's playing on, though. Cousins generates play. I think that's a big reason why Sabre fans are so excited about him is that it's not just how good he is supposed to be. It's the way he plays. Like he is the guy on his line that creates everything. And Kirby Doc does that as well, I think, from the right side. So Jack Quinn, whose number one part of his game is supposed to be his shot. I mean, I'm not sure he has to touch the puck for more than you know, a second at a time. If he just lets it rip every time and scores 10 goals in this thing. Yeah. Like I'm anxious to watch it. And that's the case. The Sabres could use more of that. Like we got Olsen. That's really good at that, but you Mm -hmm. know, down the wings, like we could use some more, some more pure goal scoring. Um, Sure. So yeah, that that's, that's awesome to see. And I hope that I think cousins is going to be the real, uh, the real shining light though. I think he's going to be awesome. And like, Me too. I, I still fully believe in him. And it seems like everything is trending up. Like there's no, there's no risk. Like Casey Middlestack kind of struggled in college. Like mm-hmm. Dylan cousins has hit every check Mark on yep. the way. Like, I think that this is, if he turns out to be something good, like, and he gets to play this year for the Sabres, that could be the thing that pushes over the edge. I know we talked about the divisions in the last episode, Well, that could push us, that could push us back and in, back into playoff contention for sure. Definitely. And I think one other thing I mentioned on our, our one of our last episodes was the fact that there's going to be no preseason games for the NHL. Well, you would think that could take some opportunity away from younger players trying to make the team. But with the proximity of the World Juniors being so close to the start of the season, I think that if Cousins comes out and he shows out in this tournament, I think it'll be even harder for the Sabres to not give him a spot on opening night lineup. And I do believe that we are trending towards that inevitably anyway, that like he's going to be on the team to at least begin the season. And I think a great world juniors tournament, which there's like you said, there's no reason to think that's not going to happen. A great world juniors tournament. I think we'll just solidify that. So exciting. And again, we're under two weeks away. Can't wait. And uh, we'll hopefully see Dylan cousins continue to play with Jack Quinn, a potential saber connection, by the way. For a long time. Coming up next in the Locked On Sabres podcast, Star Wars character or Saber draft pick trivia for Jordan. That's on the way next here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. You know, day by day, there are several walls that you've got to get through. And for me, that's, you know, getting ready for a show or getting up and having enough energy to do a workout or you got something around to do housewise. Built Go is really what you want, whether it's a mental or physical wall, break through it with Go every day. 
Easy to take in 1.5 ounce packages. Put it in your briefcase for the most focused presentation ever. Your golf bag to power through the back nine or put it in your pocket to get through the day. Built Go is the best workout gel on the market. It's five hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus it's natural so it's better for the body. It's like drinking a monster drink with a third of the caffeine and better results. I am somebody that drinks not, no sugar energy drinks all the time. I was drinking two a day. Don't Google what those things do to you. <laughs> those those sugarless energy drinks. I'm on to Built Go now. Three delicious flavors, peanut butter, honey, chocolate, coconut, chocolate, mint. Built Go combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast absorbing, so it gets into my system fast. Plus, it's easy on the stomach. Built Go is loaded with good stuff to ignite my work. Visit BuiltGo.com, use the promo code LOCKED, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use the promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Let's go. Welcome back to the Locked on Sabres podcast, Joe DiBiase and Jordan Hanskin. All right, little trivia game, some fun because of what I mentioned earlier. Kenobi is coming out next year. Me and Jordan are both big Star Wars fans. Before we play this game, is that like... The show, like if you even Mighty Ducks, you could throw into this. I don't know if there's anything right now in pop culture I'm more excited for than that show, Kenobi. Uh, so su- Succession season three. Oh, that's a good one. But yeah, like Kenobi is going to mm. be incredible. Like Kenobi's everything I want in a Star Wars show. I think mm. Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi is like my favorite thing in Star Wars. And I don't know how big, I don't know if you're a big fan of The Mandalorian. I still need to watch season two. I loved season one, and it's getting a ton of credit for season two. But I think how successful that show has been gives me a little bit of optimism that they'll they'll nail this one too because the movies yeah. w- the movies wouldn't do that for you. They, I can't. I didn't like the last three movies. Mm. Yeah, I thought the last three movies like they 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 made it very very like fantasy. Like it didn't make sense. Like the force the force calls like or force time. I think that, that that's like the what was it? It's funny. Like FaceTime is force time where they like just talk to each other like randomly from like different parts of space. I didn't understand that. Um, But yeah, like I I think Kenobi is going to be good just because like you have good acting like Hayden Christensen, I know isn't a great actor, but he's going to be Darth Vader. So it's not going to be like, he doesn't need to be ridiculous or out there. Like he just has to kind of sound like James Earl Jones and you know, just be like very angry all the time. Like I, I don't think that's. But Ewan McGregor is an excellent actor, and he just had, was dealt like pretty awful lines mm-hmm. for the, for the prequels. So I, I'm excited for. I'm definitely excited for that show, uh, like immensely. Mm-hmm. And it's probably gonna be like a chase, right? Like because yeah. Darth Vader is gonna be trying to get rid of Obi Wan. Yeah, I, th- I think so. So I, I I don't know though. I I would assume so because you know from the movies that like Darth Vader knows he's still alive. So there yeah, should be yeah, there should be some of that. All right, well let's he get into the high the ground. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's get into our game. Joe DiBiase, Jordan Hanskin here on the Lockdown Sabers podcast. Star Wars character or saber saber draft pick mostly too because the list I was pulling a lot of these guys from I was going back into Sabers draft history knowing more so that you wouldn't know a lot of the names because uh, a lot of guys that have played for the team I guess you could at least like have heard their name once or twice now these are randomized I threw them into a random list and then uh, scrambled it so that there would be no thought of you know like all right, well Joe went with back-to-back sabers here so this has <laughs> got to be a Star Wars guy okay so th- that that's not gonna play into uh, anything here I think I'm gonna know 
I think I'm going to do okay on this. Okay. Because I think I'm going to know the Star Wars people. I Man, I went deep on the Star Wars people. We'll see. I know, but I'm a nerd, and I just think that like, I'll know you, the Star Wars people. If you know more than a couple of these Star Wars guys, I'm going to be flabbergasted. I won't be able to believe it. Um, okay. All right. Well, <laughs> let's begin with uh, first name, Star Wars character or Saber. Jason Sindela. That's a Saber. That is a Star Wars character, the son of oh. human Jedi Knight Kanan Jarrus, introduced in the 2018 Rebel <laughs> okay, series finale. Now <laughs> I'm nervous. Okay. That's oh, for one. <laughs> All right. Number two, the number two name on our list Rio Durant. Rio Durant. Rio Durant. <laughs> yeah, like how you're pronouncing uh, it. Try to like figure, like, how would this be spelled? Because. Oh. <laughs> Rio Durant. <laughs> uh, <laughs> You're trying to imagine RJ, uh, Rick Jenner. I'm going to say Saber again. You would be wrong again. Rio oh Durant is an All Ardenian right. pilot and longtime associate of criminals Tobias and Val Beckett from the movie Solo. Rio Durant. Okay, I haven't seen. So I saw Solo once, and that was a sleepy movie in the middle. So, like, I'm <laughs> apologize. I I am so much less. Oh my. <laughs> nah, I, mean, I am so he, rattled now. He came out the cocky as hell and started 0 for 2. Let's see if Jordan can rebound. Let's see if Jordan can rebound with Jay North. Jay North has to be a saber. Like he has to be. Jay North is a saber. He was a third round okay. pick of the Sabres in 1980. <laughs> I Jay thought I could North. I thought I could get you on that one for some reason. Um, that's too Star Wars. They love, you know what? I should, I should know more. Star Wars loves like normal first name and then like, mm. <laughs> like something ridiculous. Yeah. Um, Jay North is too like, too like Kanye West. Really. <laughs> Jay North <laughs> has very... to be a human being. <laughs> um, all right. Jordan is one, four, three. Let's see if he can end this at least above uh, 500. I think, I think you got a good shot at that. Uh, our next name on the list is Coleman Trebber. Coleman Trebber? That's Star Wars. Correct. Two for four. Coleman Trebber, Verk Jedi Master who participates in the Battle of Genosis and is killed by Jango Fett while attempting to kill Count Dooku. Oh, uh, that guy. That guy. <laughs> <laughs> he lunges at Dooku. Doesn't then he just, like, then he, like, Jago, like, throws him, and then Jago does the little, like, gun swirl, gun twirl. Yeah. Him back. <laughs> one of one of the lamest deaths, maybe, in the entire franchise. <laughs> Coleman like, Trevor. Yeah. Coleman Trevor. <laughs> um, I know I, exactly what he looks like, too. I'm like, oh, that guy. I, I can, like, picture the moment, but I can't picture him. Um... But like yeah, yeah, I can picture the moment he takes, when like, he's like, he takes, like five lasers to the chest. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. The next name on our list is Heike Limey. Heike Limey. I think that's a Finnish guy. I'm gonna say Saber. That oh, good one. That good, good, and you nailed the nationality too. That is a Finnish Saber draft pick, seventh round in 1981. I think Jordan is up to three for five on the yeah. list here. Starting to get um, my groove back. Starting to get the mojo back. All right. Next name on our list. Ido Turglov. Ido Turglov. 
That's a tough one. I'm thinking Edo is a very Star Wars name. But Turglov, like Turglov could be like a Kazakh guy. It could be a Russian guy. Mm-hmm. Edo Turglov. Right, you've got, a, you've got a bit of both in this name. Yeah, and Turg, like, Turg is a very, like, George Lucas, like, his name's Edo Turglov. <laughs> he lives on Mustafar. Um, I'm going to go with my gut, and I'm going to say Star Wars. Oh, incorrect. Okay. Edo Turglov was the Sabres' ninth round pick in 1998. Russia? Um, he doesn't have a hockey reference page, so I can't mm. tell you. I just have him on the list I have here. I will get that answer for you at some point, though. I think you are three for six now. You're right at 500. Should have went away from the gut. Should have went back to the head. The head was saying, the head was saying that guy could be like a soccer player from like the Eastern European countries. Ido Turklov was the first Slovenian hockey Slovenia. player ever, ever drafted in the NHL draft. Huh. Ido Turglov. Yeah, that, that would make more sense. I should have went with that. that. That's smarter. Dumb. All right. 50% right now. Three for six. Three for six, which means you're in crunch time now. Crunch time uh, for Jordan. Is he tries four to more? 500? Four more, or is there two more? Um, I've got a lot more here. We can okay, we can we go can keep for going. a while here. Right. Well, let's just let's see how we do. Um, next name on the list is Joe Yauza. Joe Yauza is a Star Wars guy. Is this the do you is this the first one you know? No, but I okay. just know that that name is so Star Wars. It, it is. It fits. It fits my. It fits my theory. Is simple first name with ridiculous last name. I also. I think it's Joe. It's J O H. Yeah, no, it's Joe. Okay. Joe Yauza. Um, Joe Yauza. Uh, Uzum, only seen in the special edition of Return of the Jedi, is a member and singer in the Max Rebo band. Max Rebo band. Is like that the, in Jabba's dun, dun, Palace? Dun, 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 oh, dun, dun, that band. Okay. Oh, the Ewok, yeah. Ewok party. Yeah. Um, all right. Next name on our list. You're th- what are you? What are you at now? Four for seven. Four for seven. Oh, he's above five hundred. This is big. Uh-huh. Uh, all right. Tian Madan. Tian Madan. Tian Madan. It's kind of like Marcel Dion. I'll say Saber. That is a Star Wars character. He is a local administrator of Pow City on Utapa in <laughs> Revenge of the Sith. Oh, one of those guys. <laughs> what is that? One, one of what guys? He's here with an army of battle droids. Oh, yeah. One of those guys. <laughs> yes. Um, if you have warriors, now is the time. Are we okay with the pronunciation, <laughs> by the way? T I O N M E D O N. Yeah, that's fine. Midon. Okay. Yeah. Midon. Okay. I was thinking like I was thinking he was like Marcel Dion, which was I thought reasonable, but yeah, tough. All right. Dion's uh, not a very person name, so I should have been better there. Back to five hundred here, four for eight. <laughs> Next name on the list: Star Wars character or saber? Wicket Warwick. <laughs> Wicket Warwick is a Star Wars guy. That is a Star Wars guy. He might be the most that's famous a, that's an Ewok. Star Wars guy. That's an Ewok. Yeah, Ewok yeah. who helps Princess Leia and the other Rebels in Return of the Jedi. Yeah, I knew okay. that's the first character I knew who it was. Okay, that one might have been too. Maybe was that too easy? I knew. I, I knew Wicket. I knew Wicket was a. I knew who Wicket was. Okay. Um. All right. Next name on our list goes to. Hold on. Pull it up. Rune Hako. 
ruin Hako. Hako could be another Finn. It could be Rooney, but it's probably not. Is it R-U-N-E? R-U-N-E. Also, I will say this. Jordan might not have the benefit of background noise, so listeners right now hear the Star Wars music below us. Jordan does not, so he has to sit in his silence while he tries to decide uh, which one this is. Star Wars. It is Star Wars. Good pull. Nate, Newt, <laughs> Newt Gunray's right-hand man, high-ranking oh. member of the Trade Federation. I'm not going to try those ones because those those have been uh, deemed uh, offensive, those accents. I'm not going to do those accents. Okay. <laughs> the Trade <laughs> Federation guys have been... Uh, I didn't yeah. know that. <laughs> nah, George um, Lucas got criticized, I think, for it. And he got criticized for a lot of stuff. Jar Jar. I was going to say, what, he's been yeah. criticized for a lot. Yeah. Uh, five for nine, I believe we have Jordan at right now. Um, all right, next name on the list is Len Moore. Len Moore. Saber. Saber's right. Tenth round pick in 1975. Moore was M-O-H-E-R. I figured that was right. That's, a, that's probably a Canadian guy. Len. Lenny. Len Moore. Um, all right. Five for ten. Six for ten. I think I'm six for ten. Yeah, making a push. He's doing well here. This is a couple in a row. Uh, All right. Next name on the list is Slymore. Slymore. Slymore is (laughs) a Slymore. That's a Star Wars guy. Good job. He nails the Moors. Uh, Slymore's personal aide to Palpatine and one of the few people aware of his identity is Darth Sidious. Is that the guy with the uh, with the crazy the blue guy? I think, yeah, it's the blue guy who I'm always confused as why he leaves the room when Yoda comes in. Like, why didn't you help Palpatine? He's the one that, he's the one that goes, silence! <laughs> yes, that's exactly, that's Slymore. <laughs> um, he was right, the right-hand so- man of the other Chancellor, too. He's, uh, he's, uh, just goes with wherever the wind blows. Slymore. Yes. Uh, all right, a couple more here. Let's go to Kermit Selfie. Kermit selfie. Kermit, Kermit selfie selfie Kermit selfie is a saber Kermit selfie saber 12th round pick in 1983 I'm losing track here I think I think you're eight for 12 now eight for seven 13. seven for seven for 12 seven no, for 12. eight for 12 eight for 12 eight for 12 yeah eight for 12. I was, I was six for 10 yes and, and he's he's on a run right here uh all right, we have a couple more for you. Let's go to Rick Nickel. Rick Nickel. Is it R-I-C or R-I-C-K? It's R-I-C-K. Rick Nickel. Rick Nickel, Nickel could be a Nickel Rebel is spelled K-N-I-C-K-L-E. K- How do you spell it again? K-N-I-C-K-L-E. C-K-L-E. Knickle? Yeah. That's a, Star Wars, that's a Star Wars guy. That is a Saber sixth round pick <laughs> in 1979. I thought Rick Nickel might make you think it's almost too easy, so it's got to be Star Wars. Yeah. I tried to the, play the a little spelling made it seem Star Wars. Like I was like, that guy is a rebel pilot. Yep. But he's not. Um, he was a Saber. <laughs> right. Eight for 13. I think you we're going to have 15 for you. So I think you've basically clinched. Uh, at least above five hundred. I've we'll clinched positive, yeah. But I thought I was going to be like ten. I, I need to. I need to win out to get to ten. Uh, all right. Next is Team Toe Pagalize. 
That's a Star Wars guy. <laughs> I just wanted. I just wanted to throw him in here. Team Toe. Uh, team Toe. Team I thought you. Toe. I thought Team Toe. You might be like, oh, Team Toe, Timu, maybe he's Finn no, or something like that. No, no I don't think. I don't think Finn's him. I don't think they sprinkle in teams like that. <laughs> uh, all right, Pugalize is a Vecnoid pod racer competing in the Bunta Eve Classic pod race in the Phantom Menace. Excellent. Pod race. <laughs> <laughs> whose pod race is shot down by Tuscan Raiders. Oh, no. <laughs> NASCAR. That's Space tough, NASCAR. That's a tough way to go. There's way um, too much NASCAR in that movie. All right. And then our last name on the list is Darcy Walkaluck. <laughs> that's a saber. That's a saber. He That might be the easiest one. He played like 200 games. Uh, Darcy. Seventh round pick in 1984. All right. You can be a Darcy. I know he's a Canadian. Yeah, that's, a, that's a Canadian guy. 10 for 15. I thought you did pretty well. I, the name you liked the most and the name that you thought you had the most trouble with. Name I like the most actually is Darcy Wakawak. That's pretty good. That's a great name. That guy could easily be a Star Wars guy. His last name. I was going to say the last name is Waka-Waka, very Star Wars. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, Rick Nickel, I think, really threw me off. Really? I thought I thought I was going to get you on... Well, I did uh, bad on the first two as well. Whatever the first two Oh, Coleman pretty. Trevor was tough. Yeah. Because there's a Star Wars character named Coleman. Like, really? Yeah. <laughs> and Coleman it's, Trevor. It's like Star Wars named Coleman who has, like, the worst death possible. I still can't what? believe he thought he was <laughs> but, getting Dooku. But once it does, it does fit. Mm. It does fit, like, my theory on it. It's, like, simple first names. Like, first names that are real. Yeah, and then they just like go out of control with the last name. Like they take Trevor, and they're like, "No, it's Trevor." <laughs> like, yeah, and like, like because Obi Wan, his first like origination was Ben Kenobi. Oh, I should have put Ben Kenobi on here. <laughs> I would have known. I would have known. I, I, I would have hoped. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that was fun. We'll maybe play more games like that uh, in the future. I'll see if I could dig up some more Star Wars character names that sound close enough to Saber players, and then vice versa as well. Uh, but this was fun. Be sure to tune in tonight for our Sabres World Cup second matchup, Quebec versus Europe. That'll be streamed on Twitch. If you're looking for the link, you can check out our Facebook page. You can also check out our Twitter account at Locked on Sabres. And I'll leave it in the description for this episode as well if you want to tune in. And ask, ask questions during. Like We had someone ask about the Sabres' new division in our last stream, and like we're talking about it on the episode. It's almost like a live podcast while we've got the game going on. So feel free to tune in. Uh, follow us on Twitter at SneakyJoeWGR at JR Hanskin. This has been the Locked On Sabres podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network.